sometimes when we actually do talk on the phone, sometimes it's actually like the best part of the conversation is right away. Yeah. Yeah, like the interesting conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did want to talk about uh, the software. Have you heard of it? It's called ChatGPT. Yeah. Yep. I've yeah. seen I my um boss showed it to us a few weeks ago and he was like having it write um like program descriptions for us <laughs> and just it was it's absurd. It is. I mean, I just think like I mean, I guess for those of you that don't know what it is cuz I loosely know what it is. I like heard a couple guys talking about it. So I went and tried it out and it's just like, it's almost like a search engine in a way, but it's, it's a, it's a bot that uses what you prompt into it to like build kind of like a profile and then you can, it can do different things. It answers questions and it can like write things out for you. I saw somebody use it to write like a rap song for, or in like the style of Kendrick Lamar. So it's it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of scary to think because like, how are how are you gonna know whether like people are being original? Like if their thought if that thought came from their head or if they just like use something like ChatGPT, which is in its like infancy right now. It's still pretty new, um, and not e- and you just know it's gonna get better. So. It's interesting to think about because it could be it could be kind of like the replacement of Google. See, I I see that perspective as like a replacement for Google. But then I also was listening to um, Adam Curry talk on JRE and he was talking about how TikTok is pretty much doing that to Google right now. Like that people, young, especially younger generations, people aren't like when they go to a new city, they're not pulling out their phone and going to Google and typing in like best restaurants in the city. They're going on TikTok and they're going to like go find somebody that's reviewed it and give, gives you a bunch of choices. thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you think about or if you've like heard about TikTok, it, it's just the the sheer amount of people that have joined and like the amount of growth that you can get by getting fame on TikTok is pretty insane. But at the same time, like I also don't know how long is it going to be allowed even here? Is it going to be allowed here because of all the controversy that surrounds it too? Like, yeah, if it's really just, chinese spyware then but who's to say like how how do we know like that that's probably chinese spyware but fucking facebook or meta is is u.s spyware the we know now like the government's using it to either silence not not maybe not directly silence people but by like means of of slowing the traffic down to their page and stuff like silencing people and 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 critics that don't agree with everything that the yeah, man has I to mean, say 
Yeah. I think <clears throat> the way Adam Curry, I, I was I was enjoying listening to him speak about it because he pretty much said that he didn't think TikTok would get banned because um, like the phone companies have too much like like that app being on their phone is like really important or in their store. Yeah. So like Apple's not going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll get rid of the app. Like they're going to fight against that, too, probably. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, Facebook, <clears throat> Instagram, obviously, like, yeah, whether or not people have been, quote unquote, shadow banned or like they haven't got as much traction as they once did or whatever it may be. Also, they have just as much direct influence, like what they want you to see. So, like, silencing people, but then also pushing other things down your throat the whole time. Yeah. People are, people are it's almost like, you know, people are less trusting of the news, but they'll go on social media and believe everything and that they read on there, uh, online and without maybe even doing a little bit of research. Yeah. And that influences people. For sure, it does. I mean, I don't. I deleted TikTok because I just was like, first off, it's super freaking addictive. I thought it. I thought that in like Instagram Reels, as far as just like keeping scrolling and and not being able to stop yourself, those were like two of the hardest. I remember like Vine was like that back in like 2014, 15, but it's just. It, that it, that's insane to me how addictive they are because it's like we don't probably even know the scope of what that's doing to kids and anybody that uses it but it's just like everything i think it needs to be studied i think it needs to be used freely i don't think like i mean i think like freedom of speech is really important and there needs to be multiple different apps that that have a lot of users that you know are owned by different people and hopefully <laughs> influenced by different people because then you need because like, you need the different thoughts and the different uh like just the differing i guess application of like creativeness i think it's important in this time of like our lives revolving more around technology yeah I don't know where I was going with that, but in the same moment, like I'm still thinking about this like chat GPT thing. And it's like, I think it's really interesting because I was just like, I wasn't messing around like a ton with it. I was just asking it pretty basic questions. Like, but it, it spit out like a ton of stuff at me as far as like, if I wanted to like a, a recipe that was easy with these ingredients and, and there's like things that you could Google, but like this this like pulls from everything too and just like builds you one answer and you can use it to like people will have used it to like write letters and like like i see that going a long way and i see like social media in, in the sense of like facebook and and twitter and instagram and stuff like that like becoming probably maybe less popular over time because I don't know, maybe, and maybe that's just a general feeling I have right now because I'm not using it and it feels good. And it's just like, I, I see why it, it, it's good to not use it and not, and, yeah. and at the same time I'm using like still using apps like Reddit or going online and, and searching things and, you know, 
which isn't good either. And I know that and I see the traits I have like using these apps, but still being mindful of like using less social media, I think is important. And I, I think more people are seeing more people are feeling that way. Yeah. I don't know. People are pretty fucking addicted to social media. Yeah. I agree though. <laughs> Every, you know, if I don't, the less I use it, the better I feel. I actually was just telling Becky, like saying the same things the other day that you were just saying. And I'm like, I just like, what purpose and intent does posting on social media serve for me? Yeah. I'm like, if I'm not making money off of it, then what, what, you know, it's, it's staying connected with people. I get that aspect of it, like staying connected, but it's not genuine to me anyways. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's, it's like, I feel like you can choose to be in that world and like you can you can comment on things and you could probably have like a great time with it but it's also like really negative in a lot of ways and like when I read comments on Instagram or or th- different you know social media platforms they seem not very positive like certain things like I feel like YouTube comments sometimes are all right if depending on the creator but like even those get pretty volatile. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't really care to see that. Like, I don't need to know what, I don't need to know what somebody's doing or thinking all the time. Like, I like this outlet because it's, it's like, it's really, it's hard to find like small podcasts and, and different ones you like, but when you do, it's really fun to support them. And like it, you can interact with the people on social media better, but I still like, don't think it, it, like, this is the most, this is the best way to get the most out of like social media per se. Cause even this, even a podcast, even, you know, this world can be kind of, kind of, uh, it's the same as social media can be thrown into that category, but it's different. It's a little different for sure. Different. I feel like you can be like you use the word genuine. You can just be more genuine. You can be like I have a harder I have a really hard time like posting things that I feel like are fun or funny or or maybe like informative. Like I just don't even like it was always super hard for me to come up with captions and think about it. Like I don't like that aspect of it either. I think it's really like like you feel you feel more self-conscious about it but there's really no reason whereas yeah. this i just spit out a million things and i i'm like i, I won't think about that so it's yeah. not a big deal well it's it's also because i'm actually having a conversation with you and i'm and talking to you yeah <clears throat> like you it's like an insight to what you're thinking about and how you actually think about things where on social media you can make it look like one thing but it totally means a different thing, but depending on the person and how they take it, you know, and I I just feel like it's a very, I'll go like through a like spurts where I just really want to post and then I'll post and I'll put a few things on there. And I'm just like, then I stop and I'm like, these are, I have like 
way more good pictures of these memories, but like for some reason, I just don't feel that it's necessary to share it with everybody. Yeah. I'm like, because what do you think that is though? Like, why would you, why would you not want to share? Like, especially if it's not, you know, if it's maybe intimate to you for certain reasons, but it's not like, explicit then why do you think it's hard to even want to share that um because i wonder why i do it am i doing it to share it with everybody or am i doing it like because what do you inevitably do like i think if there was a social media where there was like less interaction it would be better because it's like you want to see how many views you get you want to see how many likes you got like you can say that you don't give a shit about that but you're like you're not you're when you're posting for other people to see your stuff you are wanting people to look at it and enjoy it and like it so at least for me anyways so then i'm like who am i doing this for am i doing it to like is it for my own ego like am i trying to reach acceptance with people like i don't know it's it's bizarre. I just feel very, I started feeling that way, especially when I lived in Asia, because I'm like, I have all, I'm doing all these cool things and taking all these cool photos. But you know, I'm talking to I was talking to you every week about them. And I didn't feel it was necessary. I'm like, if you want to actually, like, for me, it's more personal. If you listen to my podcast, then you like all my photos on Instagram, because I'm like, you took the time to actually hear the stories of the place that I was at. And like, what my experience was while I was going through it rather than just like a superficial picture. Like, you know, it, it has good effects too. Like yeah. post something like that. And then I've, I've seen people in person. Yeah. And like, I, I think you can get a better out. sense. I think you can get a better sense of the emotion attached to what you're trying to get across to by saying it out loud. Like it's hard to convey certain things over text and in short paragraphs and, and speak in a small amount of pictures you know it's a really hard thing to do it's a kind of a skill yeah but uh, i've when you were talking like i felt like i feel like social media is going to evolve into this thing where it's pretty much and it's pretty much already going there with the way algorithms are reading you and and like youtube's great at it (laughs) every time i go on youtube there's another there's a video there there's at least one video that is like oh i i should watch that one like they do a really good job of curating um the feed to you and i see that just evolving more into like like i think it's crazy that there already isn't a social media app like revolved around music or revolved around podcasting like where when you follow these people and listen to their podcasts and listen to certain types of music like you you find and interact the people that also listen to that and and you interact with them in like probably a, in a different way than like YouTube or or um like SoundCloud for example I just see that like probably being a thing. I'm surprised it's not already. If I was a coder, I probably would have made it by now. But also, that's that's all far fetched. <laughs> think about it from this perspective. Like you think about like a comedian, like a comedian having a podcast. When that comedian starts a podcast, like th- like Theo, Theo does a lot by himself, and then he also has guests. 
but people love the episodes when Theo's by himself. <laughs> oh yeah. And he's just talking to himself and like that might not create an algorithm, but it really actually does in the real life sense because of the podcast gaining traction. Now all of his shows sell out. So now you have all these like-minded people that enjoy the same person coming together in one place, one common place to see this person. Like, yeah. It's a whole. Yeah, he's using thing. it. He's using it to help sell his comedy, which is genius. Right. And then I was actually listening. It's funny you bring that up. I was just listening to a podcast where this is, and it's one of my favorite podcasts called mind pump and three ex personal trainers that, like train for a lot of years and talk a lot of fitness stuff, but also a lot of um, just everyday culture stuff and different things. And they were talking about like what it takes to be a good podcaster and they're 2000 episodes deep. And um, they were, they were pretty much saying like, it's important to have like a, like there's a lot of entertainers out there that have podcasts. There's a lot of comedians out there that already have podcasts. There's a lot of different actors and actresses and in, you know, there's just a lot of different things. And like, it's still good though to have, if you have a small podcast to like be selling something with it. And I'm like, man, that's something that I never thought of. Like we don't use it. We don't use that like for our podcast, but it's really what I see that works. Like even a couple of the other podcasts I listen to that are smaller, like those guys are definitely selling their, their personal training and their, you know, whatever it may be programs. It's, it's like, should we be selling something? I also like the fact that we're not selling anything. I like the fact that we don't have to sit here and, and try to, you know, persuade you that we're smart enough to listen to us and buy our, uh, you know, our book or our thing. I'm just like, we're two dummies that are, that never say that we're not dumb <laughs> and, and like just chatting. And it's just like, it's cool though. It's cool. Like, I think it's more of what, like a casual conversation that you'd have with somebody. That's why like we named it the what we did it's just it's like it's a familiar stranger I, I enjoy talking to you every every week doing this it feels good again to get back on here and yeah. i'm excited as hell for you to get home man i'm super excited yeah i'm excited too before i forget i want to say though i listening to you talk about that and like people selling things for me as like a little bit older middle-aged <laughs> maybe a little bit less excited about a lot of aspects of life that you probably have been lately. Like that selling something with it makes total sense to me. I'm like, that's what kind of where I'm at is in the beginning of recording, we always, we had like a path that we were following, but then we didn't like being on a certain path. So we're like, let's kind of just, you know, wing it and just have a casual conversation which was fun, but I think the fun part about it for me was when we when we have like something we're selling, like before to me, we were selling health. Like we maybe didn't have the structure to be like, hey, I'm making workout plans or meal plans for people. Mm -hmm. Like this is where you can buy them at. Like if, thanks for listening. 
like tune in for great content because it was all about health. So then we're teaching each other thing about things. And once that kind of faded and we, we kind of lost some traction, uh, I've said traction a lot today, but <laughs> it was like we lost a little bit of the purpose. So the drive wasn't the same, I feel. Yeah. And, and as a 30-year-old who's like been through, you know, quite a few jobs in the last few years and none of them have really been fulfilling and I would just really like to work for myself. I'm like, I should be working hard to try and figure out how to sell something for myself and be able to work for myself because that's what I would like to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Like if you can be a good salesman in any opportunity, especially good ones, like it's hard though. It's hard for a person that doesn't care to sell like something specific, but like you were saying, like selling health, like selling, like changing your, your perspective on things, selling, like being, trying to be like a better, kinder human. Like that's a hard thing to sell, but it's important to me and it's important to you. And that's what I think that we should keep doing. Like, We don't need to have a ton of structure to be us. We don't have to have a ton of structure to to talk about things that are important to us. Like it's going to happen regardless. So that's the one thing I do like. But that's why like I asked you if you would like think of like two, three topics to talk about. Just like I think it's I think it's important to have like certain things, especially certain things that seem to be being talked about a lot in uh, in the culture right now and just like yeah. also discussing yes it and no yes and no yes in the fact that it's good to be it's good to be up and relevant with the news but also no because like something that does bother me sometimes about podcasts is like my opinion doesn't really matter so it does people like to hear it but at the same time like i don't need to give you a hot take and i don't like the hot take culture so I'm trying to be, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, a yeah, for me, like, I just don't like hot take culture. And like, everybody thinks their fucking opinion matters like that. <laughs> I know. I, I think it, that I agree 100%. And like, I'm 100% honest with myself saying like, my opinion is so far down on the list of mattering that it doesn't. That's why it's like fun to do this is because I can just say some some shit like i can say <laughs> say some shit and yeah. not feel like i have any uh you know any recourse for it so it's like yeah i think the the hot take culture which is like everywhere i mean you understand that like it's coming from liking to watch sports shows what that has turned into is so annoying. Like I, I literally don't watch any sports shows in the morning anymore yeah. because they're all the same and they're all geared towards hot takes. And it's like, it's hard to even find podcasts that aren't geared towards hot takes. It's like, as much as I love listening to, to Rogan, it's like, even, even he's like the more fame he's got, the, the more he's gotten, you know, to talk, try and talk about more controversial things or things that are popular in the culture right now. Like, yeah, like I don't, he's got a different role in society though, because like, you know, 
to me, he's just another human being, but he is also a he's going to be written in history for this time period as like a person who fought for free speech in the middle of a pandemic when information is like all over the fucking place and he's having anybody on from any side to discuss it and tell the truth and it doesn't get censored so like him being him talking about relevant topics in like the now is a little bit different than every tom dick and harry spewing their opinion thinking that it really matters you know how yeah Yeah, but I agree. Sometimes Joe gets a little preachy. Like I, I sometimes he says he's unbiased and just hears things out. But then I'm like, no. But then I see him push it back against other people that are really tight on their beliefs, and I'm like, ooh, I like that. Yeah, I think just like any human, he has some flaws like that are really apparent. And you know, over two thousand plus episodes of podcasting, like they're gonna come out you're going to see things that you or hear things that you might not agree with. Yeah. But I think it's also important to feel that way. Like I feel that way about him. I feel that way about the other podcasts I listen to. I feel that way about books. I read, I feel that way about TV shows. I, I watch. It's like, I know this has influence over me. Like I have to try and see other sides of it too, or other things. I have to try and learn other things that I've never seen that perspective or I've never, uh, I've never found that, you know, one thing in this, in this movie or book or whatever it might be that, that kind of changes my perspective on things. Like, I think it's important to not surround yourself with like the same things over and over. I know we got kind of into that on the last episode too. It's just like breaking up, breaking up everyday patterns with, you know, something different, something new. I try to challenge myself with that yeah. and I'm not great at it, Like, but I'm trying. I, I want to learn. new. I always want to learn new stuff. I'm learning. You know, I just started reading uh, The Immortality Key, which is by Brian Morescu, Maras- which was a recommendation from the, the Rogan podcast. But that's what it, like I like to use it for is like the people that he has on that are have super interesting like thoughts and and topics in my head like people that i would have never found that's why i like to to use it like the the guy that he just had on i i think his name was uh um god mike something he glover Glover, yeah mike glover yeah that was a good episode he's from the black rifle coffee group i think yeah, yeah he will. that was like his mindset and his thought process. I was like, this dude fucking rocks. Yeah. And like, imagine <laughs> not having his, uh, the outlet of a podcast that's huge like that. Like, I would have never known the dude or never heard his thoughts on certain things. And it's like, I appreciate hearing that, hearing his conversation because it made me think about something in a different way or in a different manner. Yeah. And that's what it's really for. I think that's what even this is for. It's just like maybe we have a little bit different perspective because of where we grew up and oh, for sure. And what and, and our parents and and what we've seen and we can shed a, a little different light, a little different. 
wavelength, a little different frequency of something. Yeah. Did you buy the immortality key? Um, Danny bought it oh. for Christmas for me. Hardcover. Oh, damn, dude. I have it. You could have borrowed it. Yeah, it's all right. I really like to I like to own books too. Like I think that's an important thing. It might be sound kind of silly especially with like everything but like imagine if hard drive if if hard drives like one for some reason like stopped working or couldn't work anymore or solid state drives or you know different thing electronics i think books are really important like i want to have this book is really interesting me in the first 50 pages it's one of those books i know i'm gonna finish fast um i was gonna that book did it yeah. yeah that's the thing like i like that's why i like books too is because like the the experience you might have with it could be a hundred percent different than what i have with it like yeah, people like, recommend I, me books and i hate them or i think they're boring as fucking i'm like the book i like though they probably wouldn't like either <laughs> I like the content of it but it's just he says the same thing for like the first 150 pages he just says the same thing over and over i'm like oh my god i know you said this like the last three chapters yeah <laughs> Yeah, but isn't that what building like a big thesis is about? Just like repeating like a pretty much a general kind of statement over and over. Yeah, but it like explains it again. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I learned a lot from it. I talked about it on the podcast with you a lot, actually. Yeah, I listened to the podcast he was on. So I had like a, a pretty good understanding. I always think like reading and connecting your connecting the thoughts with like other things you've heard or read before is really fun though like in the moment of reading yeah i want to do i want i want to do one of those ancient rituals where you drink the magic potion and you go sit in a cave and trip balls (laughs) i know i and like i even reading and hearing it i'm like i wonder if that's exactly what it was like maybe they're getting closer to what it really was because for a long time I don't think a lot of people, you know, knew what was going on or still don't know, like 100%. So who knows what exactly it was. There's, there is opposing opinions and, and different things. But that's the, that's the fun thing about reading it and reading other people. Like, I think I read somewhere that they thought the rituals, like, could have been, like, a fertility thing, too. Yeah. And, and less of, like, a, a trip, like, spiritual thing. But I agree. I, I'm like, it makes me, <laughs> it makes me like want to, you know, maybe be that, that person. Like, I think like you or you and I as a team doing something like that, like leading a ritual would be really fun, but I wouldn't, I don't know. It, and it seems really culty to me too. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, What's that? Everything's a cult. Everything is little tribes of things, is it not? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have a tribe? You claim a tribe? Yes, sir, baby. I'm from Michigan. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> and I'm a country kid. I claim that one a lot. Do you? Yeah. I'm like, you'll be like, oh, I'm from a small town. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> how many people you graduate with yeah. and then you uh it's very rarely do people like they're like oh yeah me too i'm like okay 
I have a uh, one of my coworkers is from Ohio, and she we start sharing stories about some of the stupid shit that we've done in our lives, and I'm like, yeah, we understand each other. We grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta create a whole new level of stupidity when your boredom <laughs> is the way it is out here. I mean, in the city, you can do some of the things, but not not like in the country. Like, just think about like really basic things. Just like, uh, I want to hit a golf ball. Just go outside, tee up a golf ball, and just hit the motherfucker as far as you can. <laughs> you can do that in the city, but like, you're gonna hit some shit or like take a baseball bat and just blast a golf ball for no good reason <laughs> uh that's very true that's very true the space that you have to do different stuff like that or ride different i think like that's one of the biggest differences too it's like we at a young age around like most people around the country will drive different vehicle or vehicles or maybe not vehicles but off-road vehicles um tractor equipment and different things so we grow up like young learning that and then we have like we have space to yeah we have space to do freaking backyard baseball games and <laughs> different things like that yeah it, it's fun that was fun that was a those are things that you you just don't get i guess you would get in a different way probably in the city but yeah it's just different yeah I would guess, like, that'd be, like, the one tribe I'd claim, too, is, like, being from the country. Because I do think, like, if shit went down, if shit hit the fan, it would be, like, here. I think in the small towns, the really rural towns, like, far enough away from big cities would just become, like, these places of, you know, sanctuary because people would band together and you'd have, you know, some order. Yeah. Yeah, uh, hold on one second. I was just... You've played Code Names, haven't you? Yeah, I think we played it. Yeah, at Kyle's yeah. probably. Yeah, sounds familiar. Um, but our friends, Brendan and Amanda, got they have Code Names, and there's like an adult pack, an adult version. And so they bought that one when we were playing one night with them, and we played it on Friday night, and man, that shit was fun. Yeah, what was what was fun about it? Like, in just the dirtiness, or oh yeah, it's just like you could say the word cock, and it could get like five different cards on the table, so you have to be really careful. Um, but uh, it was just fun because there would be just like a a normal word, and we'd be like, "But wait, we got to look this up on Urban Dictionary because it probably has a different meaning." And I guess I didn't realize how weird my friends and I were because I knew so many of the words and <laughs> <laughs> oh you you, know? you knew what a cleveland steamer is <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. becky knew that one uh. um yeah but then i looked i was telling becky how you know i would just look words up on there just to see what because it's just people inputting it so it's fuck it's funny but deckerville has one and on the end of it it says in a sentence when the zombie apocalypse apocalypse comes the ju the jerk who wrote the bad definition about deckerville will wish he lived there <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's so great i haven't looked at that in a long time but i i do remember the deckerville one on urban dictionary being funny yeah. it was spot on yeah 
So we had fun like looking up words and just yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, that was uh, that was one of the fun things to do. I mean, I remember even like it's fun to talk like even try and think about pre-internet days because obviously that wasn't a thing for me, but like even just pre like fast internet days. <laughs> yeah. Like dial up dude you get a call and you'd have to get off the internet like that shit was wild it was yeah. so dumb <laughs> <laughs> the technology was so bad yeah but it was great at the time you didn't even think about it you didn't think about it being like way better yeah speaking of like social media and uh, that made me think of msn messenger <laughs> yeah but Becky and I are suckers for reality television. We watched um, this game called The Circle. I think it's on Netflix. And yeah. this is why social media is like, it's real, but it's not. It's a fantasy to me. It's more so much more fantasy. So it's called The Circle. And they go in, the, the contestants are all trying to win. I think it's 100K. And only the person that wins the game gets 100K. So they each have their own room. And they have um, this circle chat. So it's just like a social media. They talk to each other through that. So that's the only way they know each other is through this social media. And they each have Please their own Please tell room. me they named this social media app Circle Jerk. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. What are you saying? The contestants get to choose whether or not they want to play themselves or if they want to be a catfish. So like they can they can have their profile be actually be them or it could be like you know there was a 50 year old dude who was pretending to be a young girl mm, okay and then, and then they have to rank each other so they'll have rankings in the so they'll chat they'll like chat in the circle chat and get to know each other and like form connections and then they have to rank each other and then the top two people are influencers and the influencers vote somebody out okay so it's like a it's like a you know reality game, but everything is through social media and it, and like that proves that it's like a fantasy because yes they're being themselves but the way they're talking because they they read everything out on the screen so like they actually speak it to the circle chat uh huh it'd be like circle chat start a chat with Austin Austin yo bestie you're my homie like you the number one I love you. I'm like, <laughs> It's just so, like it's not real, but it is real. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I don't know. That's the way I used to talk to my friends when I was in tenth grade. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what social media is. It's like you can know somebody, but you don't actually know somebody unless you know somebody. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Do you, do you even really know your like you? Do you know yourself at the end of the day? A lot of times, it's hard to even. Like I'm a I'm a collection of so many different things. It's hard to it's hard to put me into one category. I can't. That's what, one thing I've struggled with. And like as I age, is like trying to put people less into categories and think of them more as just a, a human, a singular person. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, but it's a fun show. But it also proves that talking through social media is it's only so real <laughs> oh you're you're telling me instagram and facebook is only half bullshit 
Yeah. I'd expect it to be a little more. Yeah. I've stayed off Twitter because that's been that was a dumpster fire like four or five years ago when I got off that thing, and I can only imagine it now. <laughs> Uh, it's a i think it's a good thing like because i hear a lot of the the podcast i listen to that's that's a lot of what they talk about too is like the things relevant on twitter and instagram and it's like yeah that shit's boring yeah <laughs> that shit's dumb <laughs> it's yeah. not real life that's not yeah, real life I don't always want to get sucked into certain tunnels and be angry about things because somebody else is angry about them. Yeah. I have too much other angers of my own that you're trying to deal with. So when you get sucked into other people's anger, it's, it's difficult. It's a not life isn't as enjoyable. I don't think. Mm. Yeah. And it's really easy if you're already like someone that feels a certain, you know, if you're like a, an anxious person and you go on fucking let's say reddit like because i i can tell you attest to you it's like a super i would say like lefty kind of app where like a lot of the comments are like angry or or you know doomful like doom a lot of gloom and doom shit and it's like if you were an anxious or depressed person using that it's like it, it just like feeding into your feelings. It's like going and listening to sad music when you're sad. Yeah. It's like you'll just get sucked into that for freaking hours and not even realize it. Yeah. Same thing with TikToks. It's like you'll get sucked into it for 30 minutes before you know it and you thought it was five. It's like, yeah, it's and such a stop. waste. And I'm trying to waste less time. That's a hard thing to do. (laughs) It's a hard thing to do when like you're bored and you don't know what direction to put your energy. So you just put it towards like consuming content. It's like, fuck, why did I do that? Like, that's dumb. Yeah, agreed. That's like, that's why I think this is an outlet. It's better for us because it's, it also is purposeful. It's a chance to like reconnect. And that's why I think like we've talked many times, like if we actually take, take a time to put more effort in, like my goal of like the show being called familiar strangers is to like help also connect with other people that like, that's how, you know, I can talk to people. Like when we had Cody on here and talked with him, like I haven't spoke to him in in a really long time. And like, that's cool to like catch up Mm -hmm. and like there's other people I want to talk to um and i think that was kind of my my intent anyways but like that human connection is real and the purpose of just speaking with somebody else is like real because you know when we talked to cody we had certain things we want to talk to him about and like also just catch up and tell stories yeah yeah i think uh i think as we get going here more i'd like to get focused back in on doing things like that having some different people on i think we can i think like we need to have people on that you know that are just interesting people to us too like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be friends like i want to try and reach out to some other people that would be kind of maybe like nerve-wracking to have on or yeah that's where i hope but it's also like we got to just getting back into this routine recording at the same time every week and 
Yeah. It's important to just get that down first (laughs) before I try to think of too many big creative ideas. Mm -hmm. Because also, also I think it's fun when we're both in there, but also like if there was somebody that, you know, like at your work or something like that, you could easily record with them and I wouldn't need to be there, but it's still an episode of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to turn it. I want to turn hopefully like, I like the thought of just of putting content on this page, no matter what it, if it's one of us or both of us or not, like we don't live together. It's hard to, it's hard to like coexist and to like schedule things when you're on a three hour time difference. It's, it's tough. So it's just like, I have a lot of motivation, like after walks and stuff to, to talk, like I want to come in and record and yeah, I wonder what a solo episode would be like. I really, really, you were, it's funny you mentioned like the, uh, Theo solo episodes. Cause those are like my favorite. They're, yeah. they're hilarious. And he's just so dumb and like, but like also serious about things that are hilarious. It's like, he's just, he's a goofy ass dude. So it's fun, but yeah, I'd like to try, try to stick my hand in that cookie jar as far as just being like creative alone or creative. Yeah. Like talking to, to other people alone. Yeah. I should. I, I think a good. I think a good way to set a goal could be like right now, or this would be episode fifty-five for us. But we could set like an episode goal for like uh, a month or for the year. So then we have to keep, you know, we have to keep a certain pace to make it to the end of the year. And like, if you have to record by yourself some weeks, or I have to record by myself some weeks, or with Becky or with other people yeah we should start thinking of a goal like that yeah i agree i want to start this and like i have a lot of good ideas that have been coming to me lately and i know that we talked not that long ago and felt the complete opposite it's just like nothing creative nothing new coming to mind it's just and that's really tough i knew i had to get through that to get out to the other side and so I'm feeling good. Like I want to do some different things. So, yeah, yeah. And if and like Becky to do do your guys's. I really like the conspiracy episodes. Like to do that on this channel and release. Like that'd be cool. Like just just have some differing things too. Yeah, yeah. But I like think- under the guise of like and and it's weird because we're not gonna make money off. We're like don't ever plan to. But like, I, I disagree. <laughs> no, no, maybe not. Like, maybe not plan to strictly off the show. Like, I would like to eventually like connect it to, you know, something that we're doing or, yeah, sell some, sell you guys some fucking, I don't know, some experiences. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, like, for example, how long did it take you to write uh, that workout plan for me? Um, Probably, like, an hour-ish. See, I would pay, I would, because you're my brother, you obviously didn't charge me, but I would pay you for that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. If I, I was listening to this right now and was like struggling to work out and just needed some guidance and like, Hey, Hey Austin, like I told you, like, this is my goals. Like I want to get juicier. Like I want to put on some weight. <laughs> I was really skinny. I'm like, I want to get strong. I'm focused on getting stronger in like every area, but I really want bigger shoulders. And you're like, okay, here's like a workout plan. Like here's a warm up. Here's like the exercises. Here's the cool down. Do this for four weeks. Let me know when you're done and I'll give you the second, like the second phase. So like for me, it's like if, if I, for four weeks of workouts with a whole routine built in, like I changed it up to make it how I like it a little bit more. Yeah. Like the warm up, which is not a big deal, but like I trying to do each something for each of those. And I'm like, just that routine alone, I would pay money for that. So if you're listening to this and you need some help of getting off the couch and need some help of like what to do at the gym or like what your goals are, like feel free to reach out to Austin or for me, I would love to write a workout plan for people. Um, if Austin doesn't want to advertise for himself, I'll try to steal some of his dough. But <laughs> probably better at it because he's doing it every day. Yeah, I'm bad. like, that's the thing I'm bad at, though. And I told you that I'm bad at sales, which I got to get. I think if I got better at, I could get like, I could do decent for myself. Okay. So rather than in this moment, rather than saying I'm bad at sales, I want you to tell me something that is really positive about an experience that somebody would have if they were working with you. All right. And I need to say that I'm going to get better at it yeah um i think this is the fact that like i'm never going to like do things that are going to get you injured and i can show you the proper form i think like the fact that i'm just always open and and honest with clients like about uh about what's really important about what really like works in the gym. I think that's like what kind of, especially as a young person, like what sets me apart is like, I listen to so many people that have years and years of experience in this. Like I can sound like them without maybe having quite as much, but I can understand it because of where I'm coming from. Like I, I know a lot about it as far as doing the proper way. Like, like I think a lot of people get into working out and think like they just need to move more. And, and while that's generally pretty true, it's really like you need to move better and you need to move, um, I guess, with more purpose. Like it's something that I struggle uh, like. I think I think I struggle with sometimes, but that I can get across really well is like these like performing this squat with good form with coming as deep as you can is going to be really good for you for these reasons Ooh, i like coming real deep <laughs> yeah i do too <laughs> yeah i do too sorry i, I fucked you up there <laughs> you know i feel like you you feel like you have to like you don't have to sell yourself by explaining to me in a really long amount of time like you just being you is going to sell yourself 
but then you speaking here to tell me like, Hey, tell me about why it'd be great to work with you. You know, give me just like a, you know, something. And it's like, Oh, well, if you want, if you want me to check your form, like simple things like that, you can always record a message and send it to me and I can point out exactly where you need to improve. Yeah. That's a good tool. Like, yeah. I asked you about an exercise and like two minutes later, you sent me a video of yourself doing the exercise. I'm like, sweet. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you have to explain and try to prove yourself when it's like your personality when you're working with people proves itself. Now, in terms of the modern day and age, like 50 years ago, people couldn't make money selling themselves on the internet giving people workout, you know, programs, tips and nutrition advice and like supplement advice. Like people didn't make money doing that. So like, I get it. Cause I want to live. I like the idea of living more of an like unconnected basic, you know, human connection face to face type of life. I like that better, but it's just, in reality, like the reason you're going to be able to support yourself is also because of your ability to, you know, sell yourself online, like through online coaching, potentially where you can do it from home and just like send, be sending people workouts. Like my friend, Anna, you, and you know, I've talked about Anna a lot. Like she just started working out and was talking about how like she wanted her son, like, Hey, make a workout for me. And to my, to me, I'm like, you know, I'm sure he's got lots of good workouts, but if, if I said, if you ever need workouts Anna, like, let me know, because I think about like, you know, think about like a 16, 17 year old kid making a workout for a, a woman, their mom, you know, think about when you started workouts for mom, you were a personal trainer. And I was telling you, I was like, "Mm, that exercise is a little bit too hard probably for her. Like, and, and then you adjusted, but like, if Anna asked me, I would give her like, Hey, what, what do you want? And like, I'm going to tailor it to you starting easy and building yourself up. Whereas like 16 year old me would be like, let's lift. <laughs> like, let's be heavy. <laughs> like, these are the five lifts we're always going to do. So I'm like, Hey, if you need workouts, like reach out to me, I can, I can help you out. Cause I recognize you're trying something new. I know how like terrifying that can be. So like, feel free to let me help ease that, ease that pain for you. Yeah. Yeah, I like to help people through that. I think it's fun. That's the fun part about it is helping people feel better. That's like what I like. And I like, I think I could do that in any type of way. But like, that's what, what the profession that I'm going to be doing. My in my life is going to probably revolve around in some some type of like help. Like, I feel like that's what I was put here for, like as cliche as it's just like hard to find your purpose a lot of times in life. And that's one, one thing like I still, I think, and you struggle with like a lot is like finding like your true purpose. But like a lot of times your, your purpose is like the, the people that are in your community and just being like, just being a, a good guidance or a good, a good hand, helping hand, a, a good person. It's just, that's who that's what I want to be so it's going to have to be something like along the lines of helping 
and every helping everyday people. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I think even if you didn't, if you didn't like social, you don't like posting on social media and stuff. In reality, if you, if I had no idea how to do all the exercises that you sent me, what I think would be cool for you to have is just like a library of yourself doing those exercises so that like, okay, say I buy, I want a four week program from you and I buy it. Now you give me, you sent it, you never sent me a hard copy of this workout. It was all digital. So it's like, okay, here's a, here's a link to the video of myself doing this exercise. So then, you know, I don't even have to go search it. I don't have to ask you for it. Here it is. But once you have that made, you just always have it made and it's always there. Yeah. And that's like selling yourself too. Like, cause then if you did, you know, how many times have you gone on YouTube and searched some, like an exercise, like how to, and, and have it there instantly. Yeah. But instead it could be, it could be you, like somebody that they know and trust. It's like, okay, cool. Sometimes I'll go through I'll go through a few different YouTube videos and I'm like I don't think this person knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I I think that's the thing. It's like how they explain it. Sometimes is some guys are way too scientific too. Like I've seen both where somebody yeah. goes way too much in depth about different things. Where I'm just yeah. trying to see the exercise. I just like I need like a 30 or 45 second video to see this exercise, dude. Like I don't need to listen to a 10 minute lecture on it. Yeah, yeah. I like to make it really practical. I like to make it really practical and, and functional. So it's like, hey, I want to tell kids, like, hey, we're going to do squats. You want to know why squats are important to do? Because when you're 60 years old and you go to sit down on the toilet, do you want to fall onto the toilet or do you want to sit onto the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? And then I'd have them demonstrate with me and they'd laugh every time. I'm like, see, this is why squats are important. Like this is this function, this functional movement is going to make your life better by being able to, you know, have the handrails and sit down on the toilet instead of fall. Yeah, no, that's a great reason. I try to equate that too to clients in different ways. Like this is why we squat. Like this is why I think, you know, a shoulder press is important even for like a lady that doesn't want to get a like big set of shoulders. I'm like, I understand that. I understand that. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to help you with everyday life. That's what yeah. working out's for. I think people, I, I like that too. Like we haven't taken it overboard. Like I've been a little bit overboard with the amount I've done before and just like working out hard seven days a week. And, and like, I understand that that's not necessary for me because what I want is to just build like a, a functional, healthy, like body that doesn't deteriorate <laughs> like that's really all i want and i think that's what a lot of people want there's a lot of people though that like get into fitness and have to do it has to be like a sport to them or it has to be like yeah. a competition yeah i think i've lost a lot of that competitiveness i think i think Same. so many years of organized sports and being competitive and relying on that and just like using it and it's just like it that's that's maybe why I feel the way I do sometimes is because I've lost that that aspect of myself. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that often. Yeah. 
and you're like you were like the most oh, yeah. ultra competitive person like play me 1v1 basketball <laughs> i'm gonna pwn you or like anything you made into a game oh yeah you made into a game and tried to win uh-huh <laughs> yeah i like games yeah but i can tell like even you've lost that like is that is that coming with age is that because you're coming like a different person what um, is that i don't know i think i'm trying to become a different person um i think that that competitive spirit is good for me because it gives me an outlet to a lot of the anger that i feel and it makes me hyper focused on something so I think it's really good for me. Uh, and I think missing, actually missing it, I think, you know, affects me. But I also think it makes me be a better person just because I really, instead of trying to win something, I take into consideration like, oh, I, this is just a game, which I, as an adult, I feel that way. As a kid, winning felt like a must, like it's win or failure all the time. But um like as an adult i don't feel that way and a lot of times then it makes me like kind of lose the purpose of well why would i want to do that you know why would i want to waste my time doing that you know yeah. like i've wasted a lot of time playing a lot of things that i'm like wow i spent so much time and money on that what if i would have invested it in here or there but like the reality is i didn't and i still have time and now that i'm not filling that void with something I just feel really like negative all the time and like feel really angry. Whereas if I'm pushing myself in a game, even if it does get to the point where I get really competitive, cause I still like, if I play, like I'll get into like a game of basketball where I'll, I'm not afraid to argue once in a great while, if I'm feeling a certain way, or like when I played in Hong Kong, I was like, I'm here to show you guys, like I'm from America and you motherfuckers ain't got shit. I'm going to try to be as best as I can, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but it's good for me because then I felt really relieved afterwards. I'd be done. I'm like, man, I just tried really fucking hard for like two, three hours straight. Yeah. I see you guys, though, that get the let their ego get in the way. And I'm sure you have and I have. I know I have. Where like you're you're arguing or getting mad or. Doing something, following somebody hard for no good reason. Like, I think there's that side of it, too. Yeah. It's like, this is pointless. Like, when you're even just, like, talking about, like, we're discussing, like, games and different things. Like, imagine if our lives were, like, were really, like, you know, if we were, like, facing life and death. Like, those things don't matter anymore. No. That's, no. The, that's the one thing, too. And you've said that, like those things go away when when war comes <laughs> like yeah there's a reason for that but it's to me it's like it is a good outlet but at the same time i don't want to get caught up like in a hobby where i waste like you said a lot of time a lot of money like and for what reason <laughs> like what am i You're getting a liar. what am i You're getting oh i want to i and i that's the funny thing is like i say that but i'm like i'm gonna go golf like every yeah. weekend of the summer so exactly exactly it's hard though 
but it's like you do i do think you need the outlet but i also think like if i spent that time and money on going to like jujitsu or something it'd probably be more it'd probably be better spent or if i spend it on so i don't i don't i don't look at it that way i think it's a trade-off it's like jiu-jitsu is hard but it's a totally different sport like and then yeah obviously you're gonna be able to defend yourself but like golf is also a really fucking hard sport and it challenges you like physically and mentally like based on you know being able to make a shot or not make a shot like it just isn't as life and death as jiu-jitsu but like yeah i think about things as being like more functional so now i'm like i would rather i want to have something that is also functional to cross-functional to my life but having a golf club in your house and like if somebody breaks in like i've seen some people with some really bad swings like i'm gonna be able to hit somebody's kneecap off a lot better than you know another person (laughs) with the with the iron yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> if somebody breaks into my house i'm not trying jujitsu on them i'm fucking <laughs> hitting them with a pitching wedge. yeah but imagine if you had like imagine if you did spend that's what i'm trying to i'm trying to make the argument though that like it's probably more it is probably more uh beneficial to your life in a in the aspect of if it was life and death yeah yeah that yeah. Uh, than the game of golf or like anything like that's why I want to learn more survival things. I want you to you need to teach me some things like yeah, my confidence is increasing a little bit now that I'm like I have like a set base of skills out in the forest. And I feel better about that. I'm yeah. like, I'm still still have a lot to learn, but like carrying making a torch from all materials that we found in the forest, like that was pretty badass. I'm like if I was somewhere like not that this is, is going to happen, but like I could now have a good understanding of how I can move fire from one place to another. And that's what I liked about the Mike Glover episode is like his whole thing is based on, you know, survival, but in a really functional way. I'm like, oh, that's why I said this dude rocks. Yeah, because he kind of makes fun of he kind of makes fun of like the people that I work with <laughs> and myself because he's like, it's not like bushcraft skills like not like pretend going out in the wilderness and seeing if you have the skills to be out there for an afternoon it's you know when shit hits the fan do i have enough fuel to be able to make it from point a to point b or do i have the food on hand to be able to feed myself for a sustained period of time and yeah you know things that we don't consider as much because everything is right at our fingertips but at any moment it could go completely fucking sideways and we're all shit out of luck yeah that's true i think both are both are good skill they're neither are bad things to learn though like the skills around bushcraft are are fun are like could be practical in a in certain settings like the other thing is more for based around like just like if shit yeah like you said if shit hits the fake hits the fan which if the last few years have shown us anything are probably more of a possibility than we thought yeah so it's never a bad thing to learn either yeah but i need to i want to spend more time learning that like this summer or this spring i'm gonna do my own garden i want to can things like that's how i want to start getting into it yeah exactly so some self-serve 
yeah some self survival or self sufficient techniques because that's how you spend that's how you can spend more of your time rather than looking at your phone and wasting time it's like i'm you're looking at your using your phone as a computer like your little mini computer to research you know the best way to grow this plant and now you're out there taking needing to take care of it on a you know potentially daily basis in order to have success to feed yourself it's like that's a that is a whole art in itself and it's addicting it's like a little game like can i keep you alive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i protect you enough like in that type of stuff is so much more beneficial than me just you know going and playing basketball or going in like it's not maybe as stimulating but it it's something that i would like to be good at now that i'm getting older and i'm like I feel like a child sometimes because I'm like, I've wasted so much time playing games <laughs> and not preparing for life. Yeah. You learn a lot of things through those games though. Yeah. That's the good thing about them too. You learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. But all right, I got to piss and then I'm going to go get a lift in. So I'm trying to stay big. I'm following the same program I sent to you. I tweaked a couple little things too, but most part, pretty much the same yeah i weighed myself the other day i was up like 10 pounds nice uh, bulk baby in the, in the mornings i'm a little lighter but i stopped taking the creatine so we'll see if i can hold it yeah you might lose a little bit then but that's all right that's all right <clears throat> if it was fucking oh, with your stomach oh my god i could clear a room yeah <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm go. I'm looking forward to seeing you Friday. Fuck. What time are you guys gonna be to Curtin Sarah's? Well, we get in at like three thirty, and then it's like an hour and a half, and we're gonna stop at the grocery store. So probably be six ish, seven between six and seven. Nice. Yeah. So <sighs> I it's I much wanna, needed. Yeah. Need. I can't wait. But um, if we end it here, I just wanted to actually talk to you about this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh-